podcast. I'm Bethany Francis. And I'm Alicia Lubin. We're two broads living abroad, broadcasting from Santiago, Chile. We explore Chilean news, cultural topics, travel, business, and more. The Chile Today podcast is the first ever bi-weekly English-speaking Chilean news podcast. To learn more about the news topics you'll hear today, check out chiletoday.cl and enjoy quick updates from around the country on Instagram at Chile Today News. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Also, if you're feeling generous, rate and review us and share our episodes on your Instagram stories. If you'd like to hear about a certain topic, have a story to share, or would like to just ask a question, contact us directly through Instagram at Chile Today Podcast. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Bethany. How are you today? Oh, you know, um, I am hot and boob sweat is off the chart. You know what would help with your boobs? What would help with my boobs, Bethany? A nice, refreshing drink. Oh, what kind of drink? It's a it's a soda called Proviant. I'm not sure it's a German soda, so I cannot guarantee, Alicia, that's the pronunciation. Well, if you say it with a scowl on your face, it's Proviant! Like, there you go. There you go. I pronounced it correctly. And they, it's so good. They're non-alcoholic sodas. So yum. And you, it would help with all of the sweat things. Yeah, very sweaty. The ozone layer is just not there. I mean, literally, it's not here. It is not here, and summer is feeling intense, but a nice, cool soda made with no additives mm -hmm. and just good stuff sounds refreshing and right up my alley. Yes, and, and they are super refreshing, for real, and not too sweet, because I really do get um, a, a bit overwhelmed with the sweetness of sodas. Here? Yeah, here, here. or the juices. And to have something that's just really refreshing, it tastes good, there's, like you said, no additives, is just really nice. This and is not your grandma's soda, this is your German grandmother's soda. Right, and we are not getting paid to give this advertisement to you. <laughs> Truly we are not. <laughs> Truly we are not. Uh, it's just, um, my friend sells these sodas, and I actually like them, and I was like, hey, I like these sodas, they're actually super good, and I don't have to pretend to want to support you. I want to support you because I think they're delicious and amazing. So, if you, our listener, want to have some of these Proviant sodas, they have all sorts of great flavors, like lemonade, like ginger lemonade, like rhubarb. There was an is, orangey one. There's an orangey one. Like, there's all sorts, of, there's a raspberry one, I think. There's all sorts of things, so check them out. You can check them out at limoland underscore cl. That's L-I-M-O-L-A-N-D underscore C-L. And tell them promo code Chile today, and they'll give you a great discount on those sodas, and you can get whatever flavors you're interested in. And if you like them, let us know. If you don't like them, also let us know. They come non-alcoholic, but you, my friend, have the power to change that. My friend puts Pisco in his. Like, he uses it as a mixer for Pisco, and it sounds delicious. Wonderful. Yeah, so I might have to try that when well, I'm hungover. Thanks, Bethany. I'm sure that my boobs and I thank you profusely. <laughs> yeah, let me know how your boobs go. Wait, how are you? It's been a while. It's been so long. I feel I like know. it's been months and it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a really weird couple of months with like the elections and and there's an inauguration that just happened and somebody was like oh yeah the election it was like a month ago and i was like what weird it's we are in a time warp let's do time warp again it's, i yeah i feel like maybe i've been watching too many tiktok videos about like conspiracy theories but you've you, yeah you should not do that probably not no it not doesn't healthy. sound no not it doesn't sound healthy good mental health I, I feel like if you don't come out of 2020 
believing in at least one conspiracy or at least considering one conspiracy? Like, did you even live through 2020? Are you even alive? Are you even alive? Are you, are you actually, are we even real? I'm starting to feel like we are in a simulation. That's, that's mine. That's the one I get. I think we're in a simulation. Wait, red pill or blue pill, Bethany? I don't remember which is which. Mix them together, you get purple. I like purple. Purple's fun. Grapes are purple. Grapes are purple. Wine. Oh my god, wine is purple. Wine is purple. See, oh, we should probably drink wine. <laughs> all, all day. Nope, I'm hungover. I'm real hungover. So I, I drank too wine. much coffee, so this episode should this be a proper mess. <laughs> yeah, she drank too much coffee. I'm hungover and don't know what's coming out of my mouth. It might be fumes of the Chardonnay I had last night. Yeah, I'm feeling a little contact high from... From the alcohol seeping through my pores. Yeah, I'm getting champagne. Is that yeah? That no, accurate? it was. I legit drank two bottles of champagne by myself last night. Like, not by myself. I was not like by myself drinking champagne. Were you popping bottles with bottles? Um, no. For our listeners, I was not in Kochawa partying. I was in a very close quarter, like not close. That's not what you want to say. Close. She was very close with the people she was around. <laughs> yeah. There was very little breathing distance. Uh, it was just me and one friend who was in my bubble. Like, I have, like, a very small bubble, and it's my one friend in my bubble, and we got together, and we chatted, and we drank champagne. Don't attack me, Alicia. I'm here to support you. <laughs> Don't call me a bad quarantiner, Alicia. I think you're a pro-quarantiner. You've even mastered baking during this Wait. time. <laughs> I kind of just slept it through. <laughs> Yeah. Master, mastered baking. Baking. <laughs> I see what I, yep. <laughs> I, okay, so I did not know what you said. Confections. Confection, confectionery, confectioner's sugar. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I am baking. I don't think I've mastered baking for, by a long shot, but I have made bread. And my next thing, I've made bread. I've made lots of. You made those macaroons. I have made macaroons. You made um, breads, macaroons. You made cupcakes, cakes. Yeah, I made a cake last week for my boyfriend's birthday. Anyway, I like baking now. It's a thing. It's like therapy for me to like not want to tear my hair out because of the world. But yeah, that's what I'm doing. And how are you? I think I'm okay. Oh, good. Yeah. That's better than not okay. It is better than not okay. It is a step above not okay. Great. And maybe a step below contentment, but we're somewhere. We are in, we I are mean, somewhere. I mean, I'm happy with this. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you're okay. I'm I don't want you to be not okay. Happy you're baking and finding your way. And for all of you listening, I hope that you're finding your way and, and becoming this- master bakers as well. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been the Chile Today Therapy Podcast. Thanks. Thanks for Bye. listening. Goodbye. No. Oh. Uh, we have news for you. My. F- no. Did I say masturbate too much? I'm not intelligent enough to be intentionally funny, but whatever. It just happened. Okay, you're starting with news, right? Oh, yeah. The clinic? We have... (laughs) Stop laughing at me. I never interviewed the news. She 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 was like... (sighs) And... No, Bethany always starts with the news. Okay. Oh, do I? I never noticed that. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I Do I? I don't know. Does she, guys? Right in. If tell you me. notice, we just want, we need attention. Just yeah, write so to us. Yeah, so here, I'm just going to help you. Alicia, three, 
two, one, go. News, news, news. Okay, so you know how annoying it is to have COVID? I hope you haven't had it, but um, probably getting a PCR test sucks too because they have to shove that mm. thing up I'm your nose. I'm getting it literally in like three hours. Yeah, we'll post a video of, no, we will of not. Bethany getting be a PCR test. Anyway, so there was a clinic, the Careful Home Clinic, um, ironically named, located in Las Condes. And these guys, they were selling negative PCR tests to people. So you could call them up and be like, yo, homie, like you got a negative PCR test for me? I got to go do some stuff, like some travel stuff. And they were like, yeah, for CLP 60 mil which is USD $83, um, the clinic would give you a negative PCR test result. Freaking and they didn't even test fallen. you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's what we got out of sorry. this. No. The economy. <laughs> the economy's the thing that screwed up here. Because I was literally, oh my God, 60,000 pesos $85 right now? I mean, also, fuck that guy for or Yeah, no, also, for that guy sucks, but like PCR tests. But damn. But damn. Um, I don't know what's lower. The... U.S. dollar or this clinic's standards of ethics, ethical standards. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the clinic operated from Las Condes and was shut down by the health regional secretary who's going to press charges, as they should. Uh, so basically the company would take an hour to, quote, I'm doing quote marks with fingers, obtain the result of the examination, which they didn't do. And so they then, didn't do the exam at all? No, they okay. just pretended. They were like, didn't that hurt? And then the person was like, no. And then they're like, here's your negative PCR test. And they so they wouldn't even take samples. Um, so basically they just didn't have a lab. Like they weren't. They probably had. They had a lab. They were an actual clinic. But they were just giving people free passes. They were. It was one specific employee from what it sounds like. Oh, so it's not like. The, it's, it wasn't like the whole clinic. Well, I, I didn't see that. I checked out three articles and it didn't say that the clinic didn't know, but specifically sure. one worker gave us Quinta Root for the transfer of the 60,000 pesos. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sure we'll learn more about that, though. Oh, God, I hope so. Like, the, the, like it is not surprising to me that that's... It was only going to be a matter of time before people were like, hey, can I just give you... Because, I mean, like I said, I have to get my first... Pe- have you ever been tested? I mean, for COVID? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, no, I have not. Mm, I'm getting my PCR this... Today, because I'm going to see my suegros this weekend, Mamal's parents, and um, his sisters having getting married. Not really, she did like the civil ceremony, but there's only going to be like ten people there. His sisters having this thing, this party. Yeah, it's wedding. legal. Don't attack me. We're going to a place that's in phase three. It's all fine. Bethany's bubble is very small, guys. It's We've very small. Okay. And anyway, so before we go to the ceremony that has the only ten people, guys. Um, my sister-in-law wanted everyone to get a PCR test, which is very responsible. I just don't want to fucking do it. Was that the wedding gift? Like, the, that's that's the wedding gift? I mean, they're fucking expensive. Green. PCR tests are not cheap. As we now know, a negative Apparently, one can, can run you up to 60 mil. I feel like I'm about to pay for a negative one because I don't have COVID. I mean, we my boyfriend just took one. the contact information <laughs> from these guys. I mean, it's like when you know you don't have COVID, but you have to get a PCR test anyway. It's like you're just skipping the middleman, right? It's like, I know I don't have it. You know I don't have it. Like, let's just give me the thing. Let's skip the middleman. I'm scared of doctors. This is exactly how STIs just run rampant also. Really? Because people don't get tested. People are like, yeah, people don't get tested. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. But I need to get tested. I feel like I have to get tested because, I don't know, what if I'm a carrier? Not for STIs. Okay, this is going down a rabbit hole. I was there. Okay. Oh, I was like, are you? Okay. But you should still get tested. For, for 
Yeah, COVID. I think it's just probably good no, practice. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I'm totally like, like I said for 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 Pia's <laughs> wedding thingy. It's I totally know what she wants to do, and I think it's really smart and very responsible of her to be like everybody that's coming get the exam, especially since um, old grandparent type of people are going to be there. Old parents. The old, the elderly. No, it makes total sense. I just don't want to do it. I don't like doctors. Um, and I, the thing is, I, I'm going to do it, even though my boyfriend just did it and he's negative and there's no freaking way that he could be negative and I could be positive with as much non-distance as we give each other. No, I was just going to like, non-distance, we don't distance, we're not socially distancing in our own apartment. Am I supposed to do that? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> anyway, going on to, oh... Speaking of COVID, but a little bit better news is that we have now gotten, we as in, not me and Alicia, as in Chile has now gotten their fourth shipment of the COVID vaccine and there are now 44,000 more doses. So of course that's half um, of that, which would be 22,000 people can now get the virus. These are all from Pfizer, BioNed Tech, Pfizer, the Pfizer vaccine. You guys know what that is. And it has arrived, and they're going to start, continue, they're going to continue to give it to medical personnel and elderly people. Um, so, with this shipment, the doses that we have in Chile reached 154,000. And um, this is apparently, like, in the same line of, like, the vaccination plan. Like, we're on track. Like, this is what we should have gotten... And this quarter. That's great news. Yeah, so we're on track. Apparently, we were about to be off track, and Pinera called, like, I don't know, the Pfizer place, and then he was like, yo, oh, it, he, it says the senior executives of Pfizer. So he called the senior executives of Pfizer and was like, yo, where's my stuff? And they were like, oh, my bad. And they sent him, or Pinera said that he did that. Like, I don't know, maybe he didn't. He was like, guys, you're welcome. Because I mean, I don't know, maybe he did. I would do that if I were the president. I'd be like, yeah, I got connections everywhere. I got connections. Everyone thank me. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. I mean, I am awesome. Has everyone forgotten about the statue thing? <laughs> so, um more uh, why well, this the hangover is real with us today so anyway us <laughs> you're here and you have to you're might get hungover based on the fumes from my skin okay okay so pinguino and i just conferred and he was like bethany you gotta get your shit together <laughs> you gotta like get to stop being so drunk um so, Sinovac, the Chinese vaccine has been approved, and also, so we're getting a big old shipment of the Sinovac, and the Sinovac is not an mRNA vaccine, it's different. Uh, so basically, the mRNA, I don't know how much you listeners slash Alicia know about the vaccine. Enough. Basically. To not know much. Basically, what I'm trying to say is the vaccines are legit, but they're different. They function in different ways. The mRNA basically prevents you from getting COVID, while the I believe the Chinese vaccine, like, you would maybe get COVID, but you wouldn't be symptomatic, like, kind of situation. That's what I read anyway. So they, they function in different ways, right? Um, so apparently the Chilean government is going to use the Sinovac, the Chinese vaccine, on the younger population. So we might get Chinese chips, you know, Pfizer, they're going to get German chips, Old people getting the German chips. We're going to get Chinese chips. Um, where's Moderna from? The U.S.? American chips. Yeah, I would rather have a Chinese or German chip than an American chip, to be Is honest. it like a Huawei chip? Yeah, obviously. Wonderful. Yeah. 
Okay, so we're getting vaccines, y'all. Have has anyone? Have you? Do you know anyone in Chile who's gotten a vaccine? No, I have a crap ton of friends US. in the U.S. who's gotten vaccines. Yeah. A crap ton. So, but not no one. In, They've also they love their new chips. I'm not scared. Yeah, they're like, hey, they can talk with their dogs now. If their dogs yeah. are microchip, they can actually talk like yeah, telepathically. Like, that's what I heard. Which is the best side effect I've ever like. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. Will I be able to talk to other people's dogs? No, just your own. Okay. That's and uh, okay. And so, like, what happens? It like do all. These chips function in that way, or is it just like the Moderna vaccine that gives you the chip? All of the chips function that way. You can now talk to animals. But only your animals. Only if they're registered to you, yes. But what if I don't have an animal? Well, you need to get one to talk to one. Okay. Or you can talk to any bird. Just because. You, you just can like talk to old, birds or your an own animals. Person. Just an old, like an old person who talks to pigeons. Because that's how they've been doing it this whole time. <gasps> They got their chips from World War II or Vietnam. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, I digress. Moving on. Um, so there's been things on fire because it's summer and it's hot and we people are arsonists. We didn't, but someone did. Um, and Representative Diego Ibanez has presented a new bill that would impose a 30-year ban on the construction of residential buildings on land that has been cleared by forest fires. Probably a good idea. The bill would also provide a more generous budget for the firefighters, which is great, of the National Forest Corporation, and incentivize the reforestation of land ravaged by wildfire, thus making it harder for the land to be sold to real estate developers. I like it. Ibanez insists that his bill be given, will be given priority by President Sebastian Piñera. This comes after a forest fire raced through the city of Quilpe, which he represents in the lower chamber of Congress. So right now the bill is being discussed in the chamber's commission for the environment, which is really great news. Authorities believe that the forest fire that ravaged Quilpe was intentional. Um, they said that there's an investigation underway, but it was likely arson due to its similarity to another fire that took place in December. Forest fires have been bigger and more frequent in recent years, with droughts and rising temperatures being the primary drivers, along with planting of imported tree species, such as pine and eucalyptus, that are more flammable and less adapted to the high and dry environment. So yeah, basically, a lot of the forestry companies came in. I think we talked about this in another episode. In our climate episode, if you want more info. It is there. And they were like, oh, we're going to take out all of these nice trees. And here, look, we're going to put in pine trees and eucalyptus trees, not understanding that they basically scattered tinder across all of Chile. And now Chile's going to burn Explode. up. No, We didn't start, start the, the inferno. Pin- Pinochet started the fire. Sort of. Because you've planted the trees. Anyway, if you want more info about the eucalyptus situation and the climate problem situation, we talked about it in our climate episode. Yeah, interesting. I think that's a really good idea. I like the fact that we need to be protect. We need to be planting more native plants. I like that you can't just burn down land and be like, well, now I'll put stuff on it. It's protected now. Yeah, especially because that's been a thing people have been doing. Companies have been intentionally burning places and been like oh well the trees are gone i guess we can build here yeah and i was like that's not cool bro don't don't hurt the trees bag of dicks eat a bag of dicks speaking of dicks um police violence so the opposition leader presents new anti-repression agenda so the chilean representatives from several different opposition parties presented this new agenda, uh, first on their list in this bill, it seeks to eliminate laws that are deemed repressive and have been used arbitrarily by the executive power. Among those laws are the state security law created to suppress social protest and the anti-looting law, which allows any type of protest to be punishable if the government interprets it as an act of violence. 
Lastly, the bill would abolish the preventative identity check law, which allows authorities to stop and check the identity of anyone who they suspect is participating in illegal activities. Um, the bill was created by the Frente Amplio Coalition with support from the Communist, Socialist, and Party of Democracy parties. Okay. This is Party of Democracy Party. Interesting. The Party of Democracy <laughs> Party. Party. This is only the first step in the coalition's new anti-repressive agenda, which also includes the creation of a special committee to gather security experts and social organizations to debate and create new, less repressive public security plan. I'm all about some let's collect experts and they tell us what's to do because they know their stuff because they are experts because they're experts i'm not about these politicians making this i don't like i get why politicians exist but like they should be required to always be like no matter what it is like a finance guy should be a finance politician should talk to a finance expert or an economist or i don't know climate you know yeah i'm all about there's zero downside to talking to experts is what i'm trying to say so anyway, the state security law was created in the 50s, 1958, to penalize serious attempts at violence against the government from its very inception. However, it was deemed an authoritarian law because it relies on the executive power to decide when and where to apply it. And it has been used to criminalize social protests. Um, it gained more notoriety in 2019, the, on October 18th, as most of us remember quite well uh, when the crisis started. When Pinheiro used the law to punish individuals the government deemed responsible for riots, arson, and other destruction that accompanied the protest. The executive power even used it against students who boycotted the 2019 PSAU exam. The anti-looting law was signed uh, into law in 2019. Um, remember when that happened? No. The anti-looting law? Oh, okay. No one remembers anything before 2020. There was, there was no time before 2020. Bethany. No, because our simulation this. started in 2020. It sure did. Everything else is not real. It's just a memory of something that was incepted into our brains. Okay, and so that was signed into law after the, after the aftermath of the social protest. And, of course, was controversial and deemed repressive because of its vague language, which allows authorities to detain protesters for numerous reasons. I'm not all about vague language. Like, be specific, man. Or just shove them off a bridge if they're not. Yeah, shove them off a bridge, them off shoot the them in the back, whatever. Um, so, because, um, it, for example, anything that the government interprets as an act of violence... Um, is illegal and it's like you can that can be anything that can be anything literally the way you're looking at me right now i am interpreting as an act of violence pinguino it is, it is actually arrest her citizens arrest do those exist here citizens arrest we could try it we'll arrest pinguino yeah. and then we'll see we'll turn him in and be like this penguin has been breaking quarantine and they'll be like how did you get handcuffs on his flippers <laughs> and we'll say there's special special penguin handcuffs that you can buy them at happy jane <laughs> So, okay, so the Preventative Identity Check Law was passed in 2019 in September, which allows a police to identify anyone, like, be like, give me your stuff, carnet and shit, over 14, and allows them to check a person's clothing and belongings if the authority suspects them of criminal behavior. Which, I didn't know about the Preventative Identity Check thing. That's creepy. Ooh, also, just side note real quick, if I may, if you are of extranjero, if you are... An expat. 
and you are here and you are in a car and you are driving and you have a carnet and you also have a U.S. or whatever. Oh, do not give the carnet. Don't give the carnet. Just pull out your driver's license. Say, perdón, señor Paco. I did not know. Do not say señor Paco. Say señor Paco. (laughs) I did not not know. That I could not try, but like, do not pull out your car. No, because they, in, first of all, of course, um, what the carabineros don't really know all of the laws. They know extranjeros can drive, and they know that people with carnets cannot drive. That's basically all they know because the law is actually like, if you're on a tourist visa, you can drive, but right. once you get a real visa, you can't. They won't check your visa. They're either. Not, they don't even know what a visa looks like. Why right. would you? Would anybody ever know what a visa looked like if you'd never had a visa? No. No. They're just like, oh, that's a passport. Right. Okay. No, they wouldn't know what to do with that. Just pull out your ID. Yeah. Also, it doesn't matter if it's expired. I, I mean, mean it might. This is not legal. We're telling you completely illegal advice. Yeah, this is. We're not telling. Okay. Okay. Like, this is a rewind. gentle suggestion. What rewind a little bit. Okay. So here's the thing. You probably shouldn't drive if you don't have a Chilean driver's license, Alicia. Wait. But if there's an emergency situation. Like you want to go get some bread. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge, I don't drive in Chile because I don't want to get, don't want to risk it. But if you uh, are a daredevil like our Alicia here, um, yeah, don't pull out, uh, don't give, get your passport in, in with, give the passport to the Gentlemen, don't call him a Paco. Call him a senor. Senor. <laughs> when in doubt, gringo out. Yes, we need to get shirts that say that. When, when in, in doubt, doubt gringo, gringo out. Yes. Oh my God, is this is gonna be our like also like our tagline now? When we in doubt, need- gringo out. Mic drop. Mic drop. Ouch. Oh, sorry. I just, just, we just smacked each other. I have no like. Depth perception when I'm hungry, or just in general, I just have no depth perception. I think you're doing great, sweetie. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so anyway, um, they can. So the Frente Amplio and other parties from the opposition are trying to make some of these laws less creepy. Great is what I'm trying to say. Make laws less creepy. Yeah, I agree. Um, who doesn't love a good scandal? Bethany, do you like scandals? Scandalo. Scandalo. Oh, we, ha- we also have an episode about Chilean scandals. Basically, this whole episode is about plugging our other episodes. Yeah, basically. You're welcome. You should stop listening to this episode and listen to another episode and then come back and listen to this episode. Definitely come back, though. <laughs> um, so, Leonardo Bustos, which Bethany just told me means boobs. So Not the Leonardo part, the Bustos part. Yeah, the Bustos part. So, Leo boobs. The former telecom director revealed that the company spent... U.S. $1.6 billion on bribes. In a statement to the prosecutor's office, Bustos presented false invoices and ballots that would explain how the company operated. Additionally, he confirmed that the owner of the firm has a friendship relationship with Daniel Wade. I don't know if I pronounced that last name right, but we're going with Wade. It's spelled J-A-D-U-E. Okay. Were you going to say something? You approached the mic in a very... No, I was gonna, I was looking at the name. Oh, Yeah. Uh, in proper House of Cards style, now Wade, presidential hopeful and mayor of Santiago's Recoleta district, is being investigated over alleged illegal payments. No! His Communist Party has called the investigation a smear job. The probe started after his rival, the right-wing mayor of the Providencia, well, Providence district, uh, Evelyn Mate Latte, alleged a street lighting Matei. firm Matei, alleged a street lighting firm of corrupt practices in several localities. A telecom presumably wanted a contract to upgrade Recoleta's street lighting with LEDs. 
The investigation began when the right-wing mayor of uh, the Providencia district, Mate, tipped the PDI on possible Mm. corruption in telecom contracts. Investigators found that local administrations were overpaying and that a telecom had donated to several of the mayor's campaigns. Over at least 22 localities were affected, Recoleta being just the latest. The PDI admitted to intercepting conversations between a telecom CEO, Marcelo Lefort, and Juarez legal advisor, Ramon Sabloveda, who talked about a U.S. $69 million donation to WOMAD, a cultural festival Recoleta hosted in 2019. Wait, if there's $69 million to go around to a cultural festival, why are like the streets of Recoleta filled with trash? Like, I feel like the people there are suffering and their government is just like, how are they collecting this much money, but the people there are still living in like filth? I don't know what the, uh, that moment thing's about, but I do, I have read a lot about this guy, the Huade guy, and he has been trying to do a lot of things for Recoleta, like trying to open libraries and trying to improve the schools. And and they are cleaning up the streets there and repairing things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I work in Recoleta. Yeah, totally. So I'm like, I see what the people kind of have to deal with on a daily basis. And I don't know, I just, it sucks to see. But I'm sure that he is doing everything in his power. I mean, I hope he's found innocent because... I don't trust Matei Mate at all. Mate Latte. Mate Latte. If you've listened to our Scandals episode, you know she's been involved in some shady-ass shit. She has. And it's a little sus that she called she's, this shit in and knew about it. Yeah, when he decided to run for president. Because she's running for president, too. Right. They're both running for president. It's shady. And um, I, I know I'm biased because I like this guy. And um, I think he's been trying to do some really legit shit. I really hope he hasn't done this stuff but we'll see if he has he would just be like every other Chilean politician and we'll find out because on january 7th the pdi actually raided um his administration in recoleta and seized data from his computers but he was cool he was like we don't have anything to hide take my computers here are my passwords i deleted my search history (laughs) yeah no nobody should have to like talk to the public about their kinks as long as it's consensual. I agree. Yeah. I don't have to tell you about my kinks. It's none of your business. Find us on OnlyFans. <laughs> um, where we stroke microphones. We do. We'll post a video of that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll keep you all updated. Especially as the presidential, the Chilean presidential, oh, elections all around. Chilean presidential stuff starts coming in. We're going to be keeping you guys updated in a very professional, very articulate way. Probably not. Um... <laughs> Uh, no. Um, but if you want to know articulate professional updates about presidential things of that nature, you always can check out the Chile Today website, which is chiletoday.cl. Shout out. Actually, shout out to Pinguina, who's been keeping that. Keeping it alive, thriving. Thriving, Full. doing all the research. And um, yeah, so support independent newspapers. So, Alicia, 5G, G? 5G, G? Yeah. Um, so, the... Rich Camunas of Chile are getting 5G. That's the news. No. Uh, Providencia and Las Condes. They're going to be... So uh, accurate. Yes, that was actually accurate. I was was not joking. Providencia and Las Condes are the only places right now that are going to get 5G um, because they're testing it out. And the government of Chile is like, this will benefit about 100,000 people. But it it will benefit hospitals commerce and universities but once again it kind of sucks because it's like oh it'll benefit hospitals the private hospitals you can't go to <laughs> this it, all 
seems on brand. Yeah. Actually. Uh, the private hospitals, the private commerces, and the private universities yeah. all will benefit from the 5G. Or their brains will fry. Mm, that's true. It could be a weapon of, of China? I don't know anything about 5G. I know it's fast. It's fast. It's like a cheetah fast. for the internet. Okay, so it um, was, it began uh, this week, and it will be the first 5G zone in Latin America. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so that's pretty cool, and if you want to benefit from this IG tech, IG, what? 5G? 5G technology, it only works right now on certain phones. They're going to be Samsung compatible, but it has to be from the Galaxy Z or Fold 2 and up, or the Galaxy S21 series and up. Um, which costs anywhere between 800,000 pesos to 1 million, to, to like 1 million five pesos. These are the prices for the phone. So if you want to benefit from 5G. Be rich. Be rich. So I guess, uh, okay. Anyway, so you can also get the Huawei P40 Pro or the Huawei Nova 7 SE. There's, um... Also, Motorola has a Motorola Razor 5G. I really just felt like... Huawei sponsor us. So many words and letters and abbreviations. So basically, it, it, you also... So if you have one of those phones or if you plan to buy it and you really want to benefit from the 5G, you also have to call your service provider and make sure that that's on your phone. Um, because they have to do that themselves. And it's working with any service provider. So Walmondale, all of the all the main ones, it's working with. So uh, we're going to have 5G in our brains, but we're not going to actually benefit from its speed. But we can talk to our dogs quicker. Yeah. Um. Do I, I mean, I don't have a, one of those sexy phones. Do you? No. I don't have a sexy phone. No. Pinguino? Sexy phone? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, if, do you have a sexy phone listener? Do and if you do, or at least if you are able, like maybe your business or you work at a hospital and you're gonna get the five G G, um, message us. Let us know how that's going. Let us know if it hurts or if you're hearing things. Or it feels good. Ooh, really good. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's the news. What are we talking about today, Alicia? Ooh, we have 10 things that we love about living in Chile. Oh, I love this. And all 10 are Kiosk Club. <laughs> Goodbye! What was Thanks our new catchphrase? Stay safe. Gringo, gringo out. When in doubt, gringo out. When in doubt, gringo out. Bye. Bye. Um, <laughs> no, I do love Kiosk Club, but that's not because... But Kiosk Club is not... We love it because it's Chile. We love it because it's the West. <laughs> in Chile. Right. Also that. Um, but yeah, if on the episodes we ever sound like maybe we're getting a little down or negative, Nancy's about living in Chile. That's this just because we're us. gringos. This redeems us completely. Yeah. Well, also we we're gringos. So if you know anything about quote unquote Americans, then you know that we love to complain. We love complaining. It's literally a hobby of ours. It's like a sixth sense. It has nothing to do with you, Chile. It has everything to do with us, and we're enjoying it. Okay. What we're trying to say is we love Chile. We love Chile. So what's the first thing that you love about Chile? So I love the quality of life here. And I'm going to preface this by telling you that I recognize that I come from maybe a diff, like a little bit of privilege being from the States. And this is not a overall statement for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is me and my situation coming from the U.S., um, 
and I'm comparing this to a U.S. lifestyle. Sure. If you, in this case, like, if you are um, someone from like, the U.S., Canada, Europe, or whatever, and you want to move to Chile, in that case, that you're, you're going to come to Chile and find a good quality of life. Right. Exactly. Um, so, I found that the cost of living compared to the U.S. cities that I lived in is relatively low. Mm-hmm. Um, for about USD $1,000, I share with one person a three-bedroom and three-bedroom apartment in Las Condes, and that covers my food, utilities, internet, phone, and the transportation. I don't own a car. That's completely just relying on Metro and or Cabify. Mm-hmm. So I, in the U.S., that probably would have been double. So for oh, about half the price, I get a great quality of life, in my opinion. Like, I have resources and I have everything yeah. that I need. And you're literally living in the the bougiest part of the country. Maybe, yeah, Las Condes, I'd consider that. Like, I mean, bougie. and I'm not it's saying not that in a bad... No, but, but what, I'm, what I mean by that is, like, the, you know, price comparative is what I'm trying to say. Like, your imagine the most expensive place in the U.S., how much it would cost versus the most expensive place in... That's what I'm trying to say. If I pop Las Condes into the U.S., I'd be paying triple. Yeah, easily. What I'd be paying, like, for everything. So Capital city of a country... If you can make USD $1,000, you can live pretty damn comfortably if you share oh, fuck, a living yeah. situation with and somebody. like, we don't, we understand that that might be a completely unrealistic thing, no matter where you're from, especially in these days. Right. Um, so, like, we're, she's just sharing her own, like, personal experience. This is just my personal experience. Um, also, I love that there's parks everywhere, um, in all parts of the city. Even mm-hmm. outside of Santiago, I feel like there's an emphasis on parks and mm-hmm. natural areas, um, and that the travel is relatively inexpensive. So if you can take you can take a bus um, pretty inexpensively, you can also, you know, you can find ways to get around. And once you do, the Airbnbs, in my opinion, are about half or one-third the cost of the Airbnbs sure. in the United States. But also, speaking of that, we've talked about before, you're... Hmm, you're still, it's still not the U.S. or it's still not a first world country, as they say, quote unquote. Like, you're still going to have a different quality, like, your quality of yes. life here is very high, but it's like, don't expect maybe the apartment buildings to be as maintained. Yeah, or for the instance, Airbnbs mine has some carpet on the walls downstairs. Like, right. my, my environment has carpet on the walls. It's older, but it's nice. Like, I, absolutely. It, for, me, for, for me, like, it's one of the nicer places that I've lived. Right. I just don't want to send a message, and I know you don't either, that's like, hey, just supplant yourself from the U.S. into Chile. Do not expect it to be the U.S., because it's not. It You're, won't be. And, and that's an unrealistic expectation. And manage your expectations when you come here. You know how we love to say this, consistent listeners. All The biggest thing about being an immigrant from going from, like, where we came from to coming here is you just got to manage expectations. Like, not in, like, a necessarily bad way. It's just things are different. Things are done differently here. And eso. Eso. Yeah. Actually, Chile is, I think, the city in, like, one of the cities with the most parks. Oh, Santiago? Yeah. Oh, oh. why did I say Chile? It's okay. okay. Yeah. Santiago. Yeah. Santiago knows Chile. And, and they're beautiful. Like Parque Aracano, is that how you pronounce it? And then like Parque Bicentenario. Yeah. But unfortunately, the beautiful parks are also in the richest neighborhoods. Why do I feel like I've just dug myself in a hole? Like the No, first... I mean, I think it's a whole thing. Like, the um, unfortunately, the poor neighborhoods don't have as many access to parks, which is something that... The guy we were talking about earlier that I keep forgetting his name, Jade. 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 Jade.
He has been trying to put more parks in Recoleta. That's another thing he's been doing. So it's pretty cool. Parks. Anyway, but yes, you are right. There are a lot of parks. We have more parks in Santiago than I think any other metropolitan city. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, um, so in sort of related to quality of life, once again, talking about where I come from, where I live, I feel very safe in Chile. Like I know, especially if you were here during the, the protests, you might not feel, you know, as safe maybe as you did before. But even with all the protests going on and everything that happened, I still feel safer. Honestly, I feel safer in Chile than I do in the U.S. A lot of that's because of, like, the U.S. and the gun violence. And I don't know, like, every time I go visit the U.S., I'm always like, oh, I could go to this restaurant and just somebody could go crazy. And it's just not a thing that happens here. And I don't know. I feel really safe. Obviously, you're as a woman walking in a city, you're never going to feel um, 100% safe. But I, As I do, a woman walking anywhere. As a woman. As a woman. You're never going to feel safe. But I do feel safer in Santiago than I have felt in other cities. And especially in, you know, obviously this neighborhood is really safe. And um, what? No, nothing. I just, yeah, go on. I'm just happy you added in this neighborhood. It's yeah. really safe. I, I again, I think like when we talk about Las Condes and the neighborhoods like Las Condes, La Deza, and Lobar, yeah. they are a different. We're sharing world. our personal experiences, right. but also I, I lived in Quintana Mal. I lived in the center for like I've only been living here in Las Condes for about a year, or a little over a year, and so like. Even with, like, I lived in a rougher neighborhood. Like, I know I did, but I would still pick a rougher, quote-unquote, neighborhood in Santiago than I would in Arkansas. Like, for real. And so, I mean, gang violence, I mean, obviously all these kinds of things exist, but not at the level that it exists in, like, the U.S. and, like, most metropolitan cities. Anyway, I'm saying, personally, I feel very safe living in Chile. There's still, obviously, you know... People are going to get mugged. This is a thing that happens in the world. But I just, it's very, it's less common than in other metropolitan cities. Anyway, all I'm trying to say is I feel very safe here. I feel very secure. And um, I also like the fact that there's concierges. There's doormen in almost every apartment building, no matter where you live. There's always doormen. And that makes me feel really safe. Like, that's a thing. And, yeah, I I feel super safe when I'm in Las Condes or, like, a couple other areas, but I've seen some weird things in the two years that I lived here. It's, but I think it's normal for a city, right? Yeah, I think it's normal anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, you take Santiago and then a city of the same size and population in the U.S., and it's, you can't compare them. Santiago is so much safer. So much safer. So much safer. And, I mean, I don't know if I could live in... Even just thinking about living in New York, kind of scary to me. I don't know. Like, you rock down, I don't know, like, I, scary to me. So I much know. snow. Just, I'm scared of snow. I don't like snow. Don't love it. Oh my god, it. it's so scary. Okay, so I, I personally feel very safe. I, um, like, statistically balance is very low here, and so that's what I love about living here. So we kind of talked a little bit about um, traveling and Airbnbs and such, but one thing that I really, really, really appreciate about living in Chile, because I come from Colorado, we were always playing outside and in the mountains and backpacking, is that you can do that here. Also, there's beaches. So Chile is basically a beach. Right. And as Chileans say, 
bitch, bitch, hijo de playa. Um, so if you are in Santiago, beaches are like an hour and a half away. You can go, you can relax and eat seafood and soak up the sun. Yes. And the buses are great. The buses to me seem pretty inexpensive. That's literally my next thing I was going to talk about how much I love Chile is the transportation. So we'll tie this in so together. I'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> but also the... Diversity of the geography in Chile is remarkable. Right. You have San Pedro de Atacama. So if you like dry, hot deserts, we've got something for you. There's whales in, like, I think the La Serena area, maybe. There's salt flats. Um, Pichalemu's dope. If you surf, if you don't, still super beautiful. There's Valparaíso, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Viña del Mar. Obviously, Patagonia is a world-renowned destination. Wheel, wheel, wheelo, 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 wheelo. I want to go there so bad. Um, you can see dolphins in Concepcion, or not Concepcion. Yeah, is that the is that the city? But no, it starts with a V. Valdivia. Valdivia. Um, and then you have Pucón. You have mountains and lakes, volcanoes. You have so forests. Forests. Wheelo, wheelo. Lakes, rivers, yeah. everything you need. So if you like to be outdoors, if you like to travel. Chile is amazing for that. You I don't like never get bored. being outdoors at all, but it's still nice to know that if I wanted you to be have outdoors, that option. There's an option there for me. Like, I want to go to Wilo Wilo because they have really cool places to stay indoors. Great. <laughs> and I love that. Tree houses. Tree houses. So whether you like to be inside or outside, you, there's a plethora of places that you can visit, that you can camp, that you can swim, camp explore, safely. get lost in. Safety is important. Yeah, and again, my safety, there's not really scary animals. There's really, there's very there few are, sharks. There are no poisonous snakes in Chile at all. Poisonous? Nope. Venomous snakes. There are no venomous snakes in Chile. There's one questionable spider, the mm-hmm. Rincon, and he's basically just a grouchy spider that likes to be left alone. Just don't fuck with him. He's a just, he's the exact same, he's, what is he, he's a brown recluse. It's yeah. a brown recluse. Yeah. There's one brown recluse here, so it, don't play with it. Don't play with it. There is a single spider here that you need to avoid. <laughs> yes. So he is the brown recluse. Don't the touch him. only brown he recluse. Lives in, he lives in Recoleta. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's not bears. They're, the pumas seem smaller than U.S. pumas. People go take pictures of them. I mean, don't I don't play know with anything. One. Like, don't play with a puma, dude. I mean, no, like, all we're, all we're trying to say is it's a good, like, if you like outdoorsy things, you like camping, you'll stuff like that. You'll love Chile. You'll love Chile. If you love the beach, you'll it, love we Chile. literally are just a giant beach. Beaches. Beach. Beach. Hijo de playa. Um, the water's fucking cold, though. But if you don't get in it, it's not cold. See, that's the thing. I don't get in water. If you watch it, fantastic. I don't bathe. No. Yeah, no, I like to be at the beach and watch the water. Yeah, me too. It's great. But Give me a cocktail. There's a, in, in uh, Bahia Iglesia, they have white sand beaches with warm uh, yeah. water. There's warm water oh, there. Oh, nice. I don't know why it's warm. I don't ask Is questions. this the place that has, like, the power plant that, like, pumps no, water? To- that's a different spot. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> there is that place, and people are like, we love this beach because the water is so warm. It's like, because there's a power plant literally on the beach. Why am I glowing? <laughs> so, uh, that's, yeah, but... It, yeah, you're totally right. It's it's one out like living in Santiago, one hour to the beach, one hour to the mountains, which they say the snow. So you can because you literally can think it's some of the most famous skiing spots when we have snow because droughts are a thing. That and snow happened. should be optional, not forced. Yes, snow, consensual snow. Consensual snow. Yes, <laughs> everything should be consensual with snow. Um, yeah. So 
jumping off your thing, I really like that people complain about transportation in Chile. I think it's great. Oh, my God. I Because literally, you can go anywhere in the country super easily. And they're trying to make it even more easy right now. They're like trying to make like a train yeah. that like tra- transverses the whole, yeah, the whole country. The whole country. <laughs> yeah, and but you can take a bus literally anywhere in Chile. Like, and it's not expensive. For example, like if if it wasn't pandemic times, right? I could be like, hey, this weekend do you want to go to I don't know La Serena, and you could be like, yeah, and we could literally walk like a block, go buy a ticket, and then like hop on a bus. Like we don't need expensive. a car. They're not expensive. I mean, once again, for. For us, they're not expensive, but like maybe maximum in the in like peak 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 um, summer, like maybe you might spend like fifteen round trip, and that's like the most expensive I've ever seen tickets. And that was like peak 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 summer, like in February when people wanted to, and that was like to Vina, like the most popular destination right. in the summer. And these buses are nice. The seats they're recline. Nice. There's aircon. Sometimes there's curtains. I mean, we're not talking. TVs. We're not talking like if you've never been to Chile, you've never done. We're not talking like a school bus situation no. or like a, we're air conditioned. Most of them have Wi-Fi. Double deckers. There's yeah. two stories. There's more stories in my childhood home growing up. Right. Double deckers are kind of iffy on safety, but that's a just a different thing Risk altogether. it for the biscuit. Risk it for the biscuit. You don't have to take a double decker. I usually don't because I don't really like them. But if you like double decking it. Double decker? What? Wait. Uh, what's isn't an upper decker when you poop in the top of a toilet? Yeah. Don't do that on the bus. But don't there do are, it on the bus. There, there are, are toilets on the bus. There are toilets on the bus. It's always quite like uh, precarious trying to go to the bathroom on the bus. Can men aim while things are moving? Can they aim when things are not moving? We'll never know. Never know. We'll never know. And um, yeah, so. All I'm trying to say is transportation throughout the country is great. And honestly, I know people complain about the Santiago Metro, but it's really freaking good. Especially the new, like, it, listen, you can complain, Santiago, you know, it's about the the metro in Santiago. Have you seen the metro or the subway in freaking New York City? New York's gross. New York is gross. Snow, bad metro. Gross. (laughs) It's non-consensual snow. Yeah, and it's it's gross. I mean, like, just comparing Buenos Aires, which I honestly find find to be a, a gorgeous city, like, their metro system to ours. Ours is newer, obviously, but ours is clean. And also, and also... We have new metro lines that are, like, professional AF. They're like, clean. They're on time. Yeah. I mean, you know, metros. Are, metro going to be metro. People metro gonna perform met. concerts inside of them. They sell you chocolates. Alphabores. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, pans- this is, we're talking pre-pandemic times. Yeah. Right now, I probably, you know, if you have to use the metro, you got to use metro. But, um, it, you know, you know, the pandemic. But apparently, they're keeping them really clean. So I've heard they're keeping them really clean. Like, they're disinfecting a lot. I like to think that. I'm not sure. I've only taken the Metro a few times since the pandemic. Would I lick the seats? No. Eh. I mean, yeah. And I'm not going to I'm not gonna like lick the mil. seats. Right? No. I'm going to go with more than 10 mil for me. 15? I don't know. Everybody's got a price, right? So, that's so. honestly, the bus system's kind of confusing. But we have cell phones these days. So, mm-hmm. like, you can figure out which bus to take almost anywhere. Now, once again, if you live in the more outer rims of the city, it's going to get more and more difficult. The the further away from the metro that you are, the more difficult it is to get around the city. Um, So, but there's really no reason to need a car at all in Chile. No. There's zero reason. Like, unless it's right now, like in a pandemic where you don't want to get on a bus or the metro. This is like the only time I've ever been like, 
Maybe I need a car. The only time. And renting a car is 20 bucks a day. Yeah. If you need to. Just make sure you confirm those reservations. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Don't even... No. Okay. So, oh yeah. That's me. Transportation. Um, hey, Bethany, do you like eating things? Um, yeah. I'm actually not allowed to eat for the next hour because I'm taking that stupid test thing. But if you weren't, would you maybe like to eat things? I like eating. Great. So a lot of us like to eat things, and the access to fresh fruits, vegetables, and seafood is one of my favorite aspects of living in Chile. Mm-hmm. I lived, like coming from Colorado, is very expensive to get fresh fruits and vegetables, and sometimes the snow. Also, just oh uh, yeah, but um, they they didn't always taste good. But here, I feel like all of the fruits and veggies are full of flavor. You can get them anywhere. You can go to the supermarket. People sell them in the streets. There's corner shops with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fresh fruits and vegetables. And every time you go to the beach, the seafood has been, for me, very fresh, mm-hmm. delicious. And I feel like the fruits and vegetables are generally pretty inexpensive compared yeah. to what I was used to in, like, Fort Collins. Especially if you go to, like, La Vega. Yes. Like, if you can do – if you can go to, like, La Vega or a feria of some sort, like um, a farmer's market – you can get so much great stuff. Or, like, the best thing if when me and my boyfriend travel, like, because his family has a little house in Limache, like, going to one of those, like, side stands oh with God. vegetables. Like, you can get, like, 28 pepinos for, like, a luca. Not that much, but why would you need 28 pepinos? But it's, like, seriously so cheap. And I definitely eat healthy. Like, I eat, like, crap. Like, I'm not trying to say I eat well. I do not because Wally's has that great macaroni and cheese. On ranch. And ranch. No, yeah. So, I don't eat great, but I do eat healthier things here because you just have access to them. And it tastes good. Yeah. Look at this. There's a blueberry right here. I can't eat it. Look at this blueberry. We wish you could see it. We'll it's blue. For you. You Rondo knows my... on the nose. Oh, Rondo knows on... For our <laughs> wine episode. For <laughs> our wine episode, check a Rondo knows on the nose. Yeah, so uh, t- I totally agree, and I really miss the fish from the beach. Yeah. I will say a little pricey because, unfortunately, they do export a lot of our fish. And the paltas are expensive because yeah, they export. they export all the paltas. To you guys if you're Yeah, in you're probably paying less money for our paltas than we are. Bastards. Oh, God, I hate you. We love you. We love Just you. Kidding. Enjoy the palta. Enjoy, you're enjoy the palta that we, me and Alicia, farm Hold for me. you. Stole water from the locals to make sure you could have your palta. It's not even a, like a human right for us. Anyway, paltas are human right. Paltas, the pursuit of life, avocados, liber- and the pursuit of avocados. In the pursuit of avocados. Yeah. yeah, life, liberty, and the pursuit of avocados. Yeah, life, liberty, and the that pursuit. literally is the most hipster thing I've ever said. Probably not for a T-shirt, or we can't life, be affiliated with life, it. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of avocados. avocados. That's bad. I'm getting like. What is that called? What do the kids say? Cringy? It's uh-huh. cringy. What do the kids say? What do the children say these days? <laughs> Cringe. Cringe. Right? Uh, yeet? Yeet. Yeah. Yeeter to the streets. I don't know. Okay. Oh, it's my turn. I'm it's like looking turn. at you as if it's Yeah, like, you're like leading me in and I have nothing else <laughs> You're like, what, Bethany? Bethany? I don't have anything else to say. I have no say. more to oh. say about paltas. Um, so I wrote this down. Um, I really like... This is specifically about, I mean, throughout Chile as well, but when I moved to Santiago, I felt so comfortable because I feel like in the majority of the city and in the majority of the country too, like nobody is judging you about what you look like. I mean, of course, you definitely have those like people who are assholes, but 
If you go on the metro in Chile, people have different styles. They have blue hair, pink hair. Mm -hmm. You can dress in so many different ways. And it's just normal. Like, it, nobody... I feel like it's a comfortable city to express yourself in. And... In really different ways. Does that make sense? It does. Because yes. there have been cities I've gone to and I've lived in for a couple months that I've always felt like, oh, I can't. Like, I don't know. If you go to Milan, you're not going to be like, I can just be, you know, myself. You might be like, oh, shit, everybody's got their fucking makeup on and wearing high heels. Or, like, when I went to Madrid, everybody was, like, a C. Real like, thin. super thin. Like, super, like, dressed to the nines all the time. Like, I'm like, you're wearing shorts and joggers, but your joggers are spotless. I don't understand. I just said joggers like a freaking British person. What the heck is wrong with me? I've been out of my country for too long. They're tennis shoes is what I'm trying to say. Sneakers. Trainers? Sneakers? No. Oh, God, no. Oh, it hurts. Magdalena, if you're listening, I judge you every time you say it. I did make scones. Did I tell you that? I made blackberry scones because one of my baking adventures. Anyway, I digress. Uh, so I, I just, I really feel like Santiago is not one of those cities that, like, gives a crap about you trying to express. It's like, express yourself. Do it. Whatever. Like, it's it's a place where I feel like I can be myself. Um, and I, I like that. I like that a lot. And I, I feel like that. And I say Santiago because I live here. But I feel like that. I've never gone to a city in Chile that I felt like, oh, shit. I am out of place now. Gone to parties i felt really out of place but that's just you know a specific social circle that's a whole nother that's episode a whole nother episode we could share how you to survive in the quico story? jungle yeah that's the thing too oh my gosh advice for like going to quico parties and weddings and things we should do episodes about that yeah do take your wardrobe burn it and go buy new ones or just buy literally check. buy a dress for a quico occasion do it if you're your Quico dress. Right. Everybody has to wear a dress. Doesn't matter if you're a dude that doesn't like wearing, you have everyone, it's a thing. I feel good walking around the majority of the city because I feel like I don't have to cover up my tattoos, but I have had people make comments about my tattoos. Um, really? And clothing in Las Condes and La Barnachea. I feel like I can walk around very comfortably most places, but I don't always feel like I fit into Lo Barnachea or... I do think that that's a problem with, like, it's... I feel like you cannot judge Santiago based on La Conde, Lo Barnachea, La Vajesa, Porcas, 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 because they're just not... It's not Santiago. Like, it's... I mean, it's like every other comuna in Santiago voted for a new constitution except for those three places. It's... So... Obviously, there's going to be assholes who think things should be the way that they are and things should never change. Like, whether that's people having tattoos or having purple hair or whatever. But even even so, I still feel like I receive less judgment about my tattoos and my piercings and stuff. I don't have any piercings. I don't know why I said that. My tattoos. Where are your piercings? Because <laughs> I don't see any. <laughs> uh, my, my tattoos in Santiago, even in Las Condes, and then I do in Arkansas. Okay, yeah. Like, I'm, because I'm from a conservative state, and, like, I get much more judgment there than I get, than I ever have gotten here, even in Las Condes. I was shocked, because coming from Colorado, they're like, there's no judgment. They're like, do you want to paint your skin blue and date a tree? Like, cool, man. Like, just throw on your Birkenstocks, you're like, you? Yeah, man, that, like, everything. No one cares. There's no judgment. And then I came here, and I, I lived in Las Condes, and I had, like, comments about my tattoos and, like, my clothing, and, and it, that was a shock. But, I, yeah, I agree with you. I feel good in Centro. Yeah. No, like, the Centro. Like, and that's, I think, my bias is because the majority of my life in Chile, like, 
six years of my life in Chile has been in the center. And, and like, I lived in Quintana Mar for a while. Um, and so, like, I guess a lot of my brain always goes to that part mm-hmm. of my life. Also, here, I just assume everybody's an asshole in Las Condes. I just, just, like, I live here, but, like, people are just going to be... Like I said, like, it's the people going to think things should never change and that every person should look a certain way and wear a colored shirt. Like, eh, whatever. Whatever. It's your thing. So anyway, that's my thing. I feel like it's one of those cities that you can express yourself in pretty easily. One thing that I absolutely love um, and a big driving force of why I came here is that as an English speaking person, from the U.S., I feel like I have a multitude of career and business opportunities. Mm-hmm. If I, when I'm not, when, when I'm feeling very motivated, I can reach out to maybe 10 people and secure a deal, like one out of every 10 people that mm-hmm. I reach out to. Mm-hmm. Um, especially now that my Spanish has improved to a point where people don't think that I'm a complete idiot mm-hmm. when I talk to them. Um and there, there's a lot of opportunities, I feel like, especially in marketing. There are many Chilean tech companies that are looking to expand into North American markets. So if you are in marketing, um, tech, there could be opportunities for you. Also, if you ever want to talk about that, I'm happy to discuss my experiences with you. So you mm-hmm. can um, message us. And I know that if you're an English uh, speak or native English speaker there's a lot of opportunities for teaching mm-hmm. is that correct uh yeah there's a lot of really good opportunities especially if you're a native speaker I'm a big uh supporter of if you're a qualified teacher that's it it, it shouldn't matter if you're native or not um I think that's just a really weird stereotype they're like we need a native speaker also what is native I'm not going to get into the philosophy of that right now but um yeah if you there's you can anybody can teach English pretty much and should should anybody teach English is a different uh, topic I should not teach English I mean I don't know I shouldn't I don't I mean okay I believe I want you to know that. okay okay if you ever come to me and be like Bethany I'll be like um remember that time on the podcast it's literally recorded let's let me play it for you play it for you yeah um that's yeah I agree with you I think that's good once again coming from a perspective of like native English speakers in a Spanish-speaking country we have a lot of opportunities um and yeah chile is the like one of the one of the freest economies in the world i think it ranks 15th freest economy in the world it beats up the u.s in a lot of in in a lot of qualifiers so there there's there's opportunities and that maybe since bethany is grimacing we'll save for another episode as well yeah i mean you know with all of the downsides that also come with a free economy so there's that um so social life is my next one because I love how Chileans don't work to live. I love that. Mm -hmm. They don't. It's like my job is what pays for my Pisco and I'm a party. Like, and like spend time with my family and my friends and like my priority is that. Like my job is like just utilitarian. And I love that because I don't think people, especially coming from where, from the U.S., do that enough like they they live to work and their job is their life and there's not a healthy separation between like your job and your life and not a healthy balance but I do feel like there's a healthier balance here and I feel like when I moved here I was able to explore more about the fact that I could prioritize my friends and I could prioritize my um my just 
free time. Um, and it wasn't all about like making money and making a job and like climbing the ladder. And if that's the type of thing, of thing you want to do, cool. I'm just saying it's not, I, I personally like the, the emphasis and the importance on, uh, being with the people that you love and doing things that you want to do. And like that being the priority in your life. I, I really like that about Chile. So, yeah, I like it. I like people get together, they have a solace on the weekend, and they're like, hey, let's do this, let's do that. Obviously, we can't right now, but normally, it's a thing. It is nice, because I feel like I'm not constantly competing with everybody around me to brag about how many hours I put in at work here. Yeah, if you're like, I work 40 hours, you're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why would you do that? Like, Not like I'm pushing 60 hours a week, and um, when I came here, it was a shock to the system, because I was putting in a ridiculous amount of hours um, when I lived back in the States, and I came here, and my way of life is so much better. It's just more chill. Like, work-life balance is a thing. Work-life balance, and they're pushing to even help not that I'm not saying Chileans don't work too much because honestly they they there's a lot of people that work way too many hours I'm not saying that I'm just saying like when they're not when Chileans are not working they're not freaking working like they relax you, I'm gonna spend time with my friends or like you get encouragement from your friends to be like hey what are you doing like let's hang out let's do this you know I I've my life does not feel like my job here my life feels like a life. And I like that. And I like I like how the free will and spirit of the chilling people, is what I'm trying to say. I like it. I like it. I think it's healthy. Another thing that I appreciate about more specifically Santiago or living in Santiago is that there is a growing international community. Oh yeah, it's so much it's so great. There's people from it seems like all walks of life. There's folks from Europe and Canada and Peru, the Dominican Republic, Haiti. Um, Taiwan, Taiwan, just everybody. A lot of people from Korea. They're starting to call Patronato like Little Korea now. Yeah, it like used to be the Palestinian neighborhood, and now it's more like the Korean neighborhood. So yeah, I yeah, I hundred percent agree. And when my brain's fried trying to speak Spanish, it's nice because I can reach out to people like you. There's a there's like a big gringo community. There's things like Internations, the Chistolas is great if you kind of want to get that like bilingual experience as well. And if you like comedy, there's different meetup groups that you can go to. So you can find hiking groups and cooking mm-hmm. classes and wine groups. But it's just nice because back before COVID, when you were walking around the mall or even in parks, you hear all kinds of different languages. There's food from all different cultures now. Mm-hmm. You learn about different different perspectives. My My circle of friends in Chile is so much more diverse than anything that I could achieve in where, where I'm from, in Arkansas. Like, because it's people from, I have friends from, one of my best friends from Germany, and I have another best friend who, you know, who is Chilean-Canadian, and then I have a friend from Virginia, and then, you know, like, and I have two friends from Canada, and I have a friend from Taiwan, and it's like, they, it's so cool. And the thing is, is, but we all have things in common because we're all immigrants. And we all go through different things, and it, like, helps you to understand the world because you go, okay, uh, you know, dang, I always thought this was true, but not in Taiwan, you know, or not in China or Japan or wherever. I had two students for, who are Japanese. So, yeah, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, and I I love the, I love the, the immigrant community here. And my, the last thing we're going to talk about, what I love about Chile is 18. 
Yay! I freaking love how the Chileans let go on the Ocho. If you don't know what that is, that's when the Chileans celebrate their independence. Um, there's a whole thing about like, oh, no, it wasn't the actual Independence Day, but whatever. Um, so that's like, they usually get at least two days off work and everybody like has a barbecue and sees their friends and like drinks and like just has a great time. Obviously, this year was quite different mm -hmm. as everything, but normally there's big things they call fondas that have concerts and dancing and games and um, smaller towns. If you go to the ACH on smaller towns, they have like family like sack races and like different specific traditional games and dances. And it's so much fun. And it feels so much, it feels like, oh, cool. Like I'm seeing a lot of things that are very Chilean. And it's just a, it's a great time. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. I'm, I'm sad you haven't been to a fonda yet. They're Not so, yet. So much fun. Yeah, that would be like COVID terrorism. If for, for We should do, like, we should call it that when, like, people go to their cat's birthday party, which is a real thing that happened in Valparaiso. Somebody went to, like, they had a cat's birthday party and, like, 15 people got COVID from this birthday party. They didn't even bring 50 cats. It was 50 humans for a cat birthday party. I that know. cat was probably not really That's, considered we, in the planning. Right? They didn't even ask the cat. They didn't ask the cat what cat they, friends he wanted to come do, bring. Did they have their COVID chip? Oh, but did they have their COVID vaccine But only chip? one person could talk to the cat. Uh, but that the person owner. could be, like, translate for the cat. Yeah. Maybe the cat didn't want any cat Anyway, friends. what I'm trying to say is that should be called COVID terrorism when somebody has a big party like that. COVID terrorism. COVID terrorism. But I, I love the Ocho. I love everything about it. It's so much fun. Ocho is awesome because Chile, like, Chile gets riled up, man. Like, there's flags in everybody's windows. The taxi drivers have flags. It's a week-long thing. It's not this, like, mm -mm. July 4th fireworks. Where you have boom, a boom, sad boom. hot dog. Bing, boom, bang, done. It's, like, a yeah. week-long. People are into it. They're singing. There's concerts in the street. There were con They literally yeah. brought concerts in the street because of COVID this year. Like, they were determined to make the best of the situation. Yeah, and, you know, the ACOCHO is just a real, like, everybody looks forward to it every single year. Yeah. Like, even, it's just, it's such a great time, and it's so much fun. Everybody uses it as that excuse to be like, I'm, nobody works on, like, everybody's like, heck, no, nah, I'm gonna take some vacation days, I'm gonna go to the beach, I'm having a solo with my family, with my friends, like, I, I love it. Anyway, if you've never been to a Diecioto celebration because you recently moved here or you didn't know what really to do, when we actually get out of this, you know, out of the woods here, maybe like in a year with the COVID, we'll do an episode of like tips and like fondas to go to and things like that because, or what to drink. Oh my God, I love terremotos. We'll call it Fonda Fun Time with fonda Bethany and Alicia. With Bethany and Alicia. Yeah, so those those things, I love those things about you. I love the ones you mentioned. I love the ones I mentioned for obvious reasons. What do you love? Write to us. We'll feature stories. We just yeah. want to hear from you. When you guys send us little notes, it makes our day. We share them in our group chat. Mm -hmm. We say, wow, this person is so nice. We wish all the good things happened to them. Mm -hmm. So and we send you good energy. Absolutely. We and write back. Yeah, and the thing is, is there if you're nervous, like you don't know, I don't know if I should ask this question or whatever. When when we get people who ask us questions, we really do try to find the answer. We've had people be like, "Oh, which hospital should we do?" Like we're not we're not like geniuses at things, but Pinguino is, and so we just make him answer the questions. And we've also had these questions ourselves, and now we have a little bit of experience, and we can pass along the information right. happily. And if we don't know the answer to something, we'll make Pinguino 
research it. And or then we we'll make will. it up. And no, we won't make it up. Then we will know. And then we can impart that knowledge to you, my friend, to you. And yeah, so I I want to know what you love about Chile. The best way to reach us is either on our email, chiletodaypodcast at gmail.com or at chiletodaypodcast. Um, on the gram. On the gram. On the gram cracker. Yeah. Stay safe and when in doubt, green go out. out. Bye.